All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode, I think it's 280 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill, admin on the KISS FAQ message board. Today I'm joined by Michael Cavaccini. I always forget your name on the board. I think it's M. Cavaccini, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And uh, Alex Bagboy. And we've got a cruiser, a special guest. Dave Rudat, thank you very much for joining us today to reminisce and recap about your experiences in Florida. Everybody's frozen. That's okay. I'm, you're not frozen for me, so if we freeze up, don't worry. We'll just keep we'll just keep going because this is Skype, and we always end up being Skype. So welcome to the Kiss FAQ podcast. Thanks very much. Great to meet all of you. Um, what we always do with a new guest is I've, I've uh, been start... watching podcasts for just I only caught on about a year ago, just prior to the New Jersey Kiss Expo, mm-hmm. and so I've been watching diligently ever since. <laughs> Well, wonderful. Because everybody talks about Kiss, and I don't know. Get right into it. So, yeah. So none of you went on the cruise? No. I'm too poor. <laughs> I still haven't recovered from the illness caused by the last one. So, uh, yeah, I, I did my one cruise, and that'll be it. Michael, have you ever done one, or will you? I've done three. So I was on Kiss Cruise 3, Kiss Cruise 4, and Kiss Cruise 6. I was supposed to do it once, but I wound up doing it three times. So uh, that I got my fill, but it was probably the greatest kiss experience I've ever had, uh, which is why I wound up doing it three times. David, was this your first, or had you done multiples? No, I'm a, I was a Kiss Cruise virgin with number nine, so I didn't. I mean, yes, I'd seen various videos on YouTube of whether the indoor outdoor concerts or activities or whatever. So I I was excited by what I'd seen, and I was. I had a FOMO last year for missing out when Ace Frehley was on the boat, but, you know, so I figured this year I'm going to do it. So, no, I'd never seen it before. So, I guess that the first question about a Kiss Cruise virgin um, would be, what did you do before you got on the boat? You went down to Miami. Did you participate in the Kiss Fest and the Peter Chris experience, and which happened first for you? <laughs> yeah, well, it, it started with booking for the cruise, but then working backwards. Other things sort of unfolded. So you had Andy Moyen uh, posting about living in sin at the Holiday Inn, and then Peter Chris experience, which yes, I signed up for. And then Cruise Fest shows up, this two-day expo, pretty much, with Sebastian Bach headlining one night and Ace really headlining the next night. And then it was brought to my attention that well, Ace Ace is playing the Hard Rock Orlando, uh, Hard Rock Uni- Universal on the Sunday. So. Well, why not go there? So I started <laughs> off on the Sunday in Orlando, and uh, had, since I'm traveling by myself, I, I had a front row seat to see Ace on Jeremy's side of the stage and just loved it. So that was my start. Yeah, that, that whole band is absolutely fantastic. Big fan of Jeremy. I think they're celebrating. I don't hear their... anything, so I'll keep around. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, then I drove to. So then you drove to? They're great, and uh, I really appreciate what they brought to Ace. I never did see, um, I never did see the Gene Simmons bands because, to my knowledge, he didn't play Canada, at least Toronto. Uh, but yeah, I love those guys. They're great. 
And uh, so I got to see them, what, a couple times. Because then from there, I drove to Orlando on the, uh, sorry, to Miami on the Monday for the Peter Chris experience at the Holiday Inn. And, and um, obviously, Andy Moyen uh, running that made it a, a perfect event. I mean, very fan friendly, obviously, by the fans for the fans. The whole experience was great. Peter was very, very, very nice. You know, they, they ran through for the autographs first. And the, um, uh, I met I met other fans and, and other podcasting fans. And so it was nice to make friends to sort of uh, share the experience with. Yeah. Yeah, th- there were a whole bunch of podcasters down there for the for both events, the Kiss Fest and the Peter Chris experience. I know yeah. Alan Tate arrived late, you know, Ages of Rock <laughs> podcast. Um, I thought I saw Joe Polo, but I don't know whether yes. that was at, at, at which event. Joe had a table at the Cruise Fest representing podcasts, Rock Nation, right? That's his thing. Yeah. Rock and, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> I stand corrected. Sorry, Joe. Uh, and I met Ralph Vieira at the uh, Dr. Fock at the uh, Peter Chris experience and basically hung out with him for a couple of days. And he was a great guy. Uh, anybody else? Oh, I saw Mike Brunn at the somewhere along the line. Another nice guy. Yeah, with him twice <laughs> as a first timer. So, yeah, I tried to chat up a few folks. So it was good. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Folk's a very, very cool personality. Uh, a big fan of his, by the way. Um, let's talk about Peter Chris. How how was Peter? You know, usually he's known for giving the fans a lot of time, a lot of attention, a lot of appreciation and respect when you see him. Um, what did you get signed? And, you know, just tell us about that interaction. Yeah, well, uh, when we went in for, as I say, first it was the autographs. Um, both him and uh, Gigi were very, very accommodating, very polite, uh, very engaging. So, I mean, obviously, you're not going to spend forever with them. But, I mean, yeah, a few lines back and forth as far as rather than just the, the complete conveyor belt. Uh, so that was nice. It was limited to four autographs. I mean, whatever. But that was totally cool. Uh, so very nice. And then coming back to the, the, the photo op, same thing. I mean, Andy had done a, a lovely backdrop. Uh, for the whole thing. Peter was, he was in great spirits. So it was very nice to meet him. He was the last of the original four uh, that I ever met. So, so I was very happy to, to, to be a part of that. Yeah. Alex, do you want to lead us into some questions into say cruise fest? Yeah, I was just kind of, um, curious. Did you have any expectations with, um, cruise fest? Uh, that's the one that had like the ace band, like were you, uh, and return of the comet were there, correct? At, at that's that exactly right. Yeah. Did you have any expectations of, you know, yeah, have well, you, I mean, have you calling you I don't, before? Well, as, as I mentioned, the only, well, really the only other conference or KISS Expo I'd been to was the New Jersey one back last December. And the only reason I went there was because they said Ace Freely was playing the 78 solo album. So, so as far as my expectations, I guess I expected something similar in terms of an expo. I mean, I'm going to see some rock stars at tables and maybe they'll autograph stuff or, sell you a photo for a price and there'd be gigs throughout both uh, both days and and it if you ask me right now which did i like better the cruise fest or the cruise right now maybe it's because i was palling around with ralph and so i had someone with me like as a pal but the the cruise fest was was excellent it was it was beyond expectation so going in what were my expectations just to see you know have a nice expo maybe get a few autographs a couple of pictures mm-hmm. enjoy some music but it really, it blew my mind. I mean, I'd never seen 
Thunder Mother before. I understand they played the the, the Cruise Laugh. They're this all all girl um, Swedish band. Um, man, they were on fire. They, that lead girl, uh, Philippa. She, she even though she's <laughs> she, she reminded me of like a young Angus Young, like without that energy and that drive and with Motorhead thrown in. It was just anyway. It was awesome. Sweet. Uh, was there any, um, I mean, obviously you went to go see Peter and stuff. Was there anybody with the Cruise Fest that you were like, I, I want to meet them, I want to get their autograph, or I, I just want to shake their hand, and or do you like the Wayne's World and get on your knees and bow and say we're not worthy, we're not worthy? <laughs> yeah, Phil, Phil Cass was there, so there you go. <laughs> I mean, yes, I, I do think I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy. I didn't grovel much, I don't think. But, um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm always excited to meet Ace, uh, Again, my first time was the last December in New Jersey, so he's he's my favorite. Um, so I did originally I booked the meet and greet, the basic the basic meet and greet, yeah, which would have photo op slash uh, signings. But then when they they offered an Ace guitar experience, and at first at like twenty five hundred bucks or something like that, whatever. But uh, so I didn't jump at that. And then they changed it to a buy now pay later, so that you basically put a down payment on that experience which was maybe, say, 100 bucks more than the meet-and-greet I bought. So I liaised with one of the organizers. And by the way, those guys that organized that party were awesome for customer service. If there was any issues, just let them know, and they were on it, and they took care of it. Um, so really impressed with uh, Neil, Joe, uh, Carrie, Patrice. I don't know who else was in on that, but uh, great people. So, so, yeah, I went for the Ace Guitar Experience. And as a solo guy, uh, traveling solo, I mean, it came with... Uh, Bring, bring a friend if you want sort of thing. And so because I was fanboying with Mr. Air, I said, hey, buddy, buddy you want to come along and be ace with me? And he said, yeah, sure, man. So <laughs> so it was a blast. We got to do that together. Sweet. And that, and that experience actually also included an acoustic set from Return of the Comet, which was a super bonus. Yeah. You're on mute. Uh, I'd seen Return of the set. Comet uh, last April. Into the, and yes, I drove from from Toronto to Poughkeepsee. That was like eight hours, but man, they were so good. Yeah, no, I was not, I, I, I was on mute before when I when I said they're I saw fantastic. the fantastic and and the, the, the combination of. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, don't don't worry. We've got a hell of a lot of lag on this I mean, one. The combination so. of Todd and Richie, and obviously John Regan and, and Budgie, mm-hmm. but uh, it just it just it just. Yeah, I was a, I was a, what do you call it, a, an internet watcher, and, and I saw a video of Todd, or, or Return of the Comet, doing it's over now, and and man, Todd's voice, his vocals are excellent. Like, you know, they just haven't really aged in in a bad way that some people's voice voice has aged. Must be that Canadian Wi-Fi. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so- I bumped into Todd a couple. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I bumped into Todd a couple of times, and, and you bumped into Todd a couple of times. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I did. And he mentioned that he's sixty-three. So yes, he's sixty-three, and he can hit those high notes. I mean, maybe there was a couple of cheats, but I don't care. It was brilliant. Yeah. Um, so they did an acoustic set at the at the Ace Guitar Experience. Maybe they did five or six songs, whatever it was. Oh, they were sitting at the table, and uh, of course I won't have it. Uh, and they were autographing uh, that. So they basically a nice color photocopy of the the poster that they had at their previous show. So that was nice. 
And uh, yeah, it was a, it, that was a great experience. And the, and the guitar looks really good. <laughs> I just have to pay it off before I see it again. <laughs> Which guitar Funny did that. you get? Which finish? They were. I went for the Starburst. I mean, the, the which is I presumably means the red orange one, but uh, yeah, the classic Ace. But, yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah. That's my favorite. That's just a beautiful guitar. Yeah, and it was well done. I mean, the headstock had the you know the classic sort of solo album look. The back had engraved his his, his autograph and that. It looked nice. And so yeah, as I say, I can't wait to get it in my hands again. Yeah. Back question, in my arms again, whatever. Uh, you know. Question for you. One of the most talked about things when it came to the Return of the Comet performance was that Ace was kind of pissed off uh, after, you know, he like kicked the uh, piece of equipment. And then John Regan went online and basically said that Ace didn't rehearse with them. And that's why things didn't sound, I guess, perhaps the way it should have. Did you pick up on this ahead of time or what was happening or did you just read about it later on? I I was there. I had bought the VIP uh, pass for Cruise Fest, which meant we were in the sort of front area, gated area of a general admission. And so, oh, yeah, as soon as he came out and started to play Rock Soldiers, because I think he played Rock Soldiers and Breakout, um, as soon as he strummed, he, he, you could tell. And he's, he's looking, at, you know, whether he points to his amp and goes up, up looking at the, at the sound guy. But you could tell from the beginning, it's like, oh, my God, he's still doing it. He's still, oh, my God. You could feel the frustration in him building, building. And then, and then yeah, after break, uh, after Breakout, the second song, yeah, he picked up a water bottle and hauled it at the, at the sound guy, which really isn't the right way to do it. But, well, I don't know. There's no excusing it. But, yeah, I could see the frustration. And, and I wish I'd seen the John Regan clip. I wanted, to, I wanted to check that out to see how his take on it was. But, yeah, it's, it, was, it was a shame. Yeah, it was a shame. So, yeah, I, I but, think then it went, just... but then it went on to Ace's set after, and Ace was late, surprised. So he might not. Ace was late. Yeah, yeah, he he was late. So what the set that was maybe supposed to start at nine started closer to 12, 11, 30, 12, whatever, and it went out. At, I think we got out around one thirty. I mean, that whole night was maybe an hour later than it should have. So not not full blame on him or anything, but. So, but then that was also the night that I saw Thunder Mother and oh man, awesome. So yeah, it was a great night of music. It was a shame about the frustration bit. That, that was great. Ace was late, just like the 1990s. There you go. You know, Ace is Ace. You know, and and come on, the guy really has difficulty hearing on stage without monitors. What I understand from John Regan's post was that they had done a 15-minute sound check during the day, and Ace wasn't present. So for whatever reason, I think he was inc he was inundated with scheduling. You know, I'm not going to make excuses for Ace, um, but I can also understand that there was a hell of a lot of stuff going on, and you know. There you go. It's what happened. I don't think throwing a bottle at the at the sound guy is necessarily the way to go about rectifying the situation. But whatever, he's Ace Frehley, so uh, you know I guess he expects things to be how he wants them to be. And come on, he wants to do a good show for everyone. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I just think it would have been funny if the sound guy threw a bottle back. <laughs> <laughs> A bottle of whiskey or a bottle of beer. All right, so let's get into um, anything else you want to cover on the Cruise Fest before we move on. Any last thoughts on the Cruise Fest? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, well let's go. Let's go into exactly. the exactly. He almost should have, but anything else on Cruise Fest? Uh, no, it was nice to see Bob Kulik. Uh, yeah, uh, I said hi to Bob Kulik. Got an autograph. Heard his similar attitude as you might have heard on Mitch Lafon's interview with him a week or two prior. Um, so got to meet. Bob. So, so Bob was his uh, was very happy to be yeah. there. Bob, Bob was very happy, was he? Um, so, okay. So day one, yeah, obviously you load in at whatever noonish or one or whatever it was. And because there was no sail away show, uh, what they did instead, they had a Q and a with kiss on the normal stage. So originally I'd heard that the reason that the sail away wasn't on the sail away was that they were going to construct this in the round, uh, to mention Bob, so that's sort of You can keep going. Oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, so yeah, so they had the 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 Q and A on the on the normal stage. So they had not set up the the in the round for for the first day. So they did the Q and A. I mean, I had a decent spot, and it was all exciting because hey, it's the first time you're going to see the guys. And. Um, and um, so that was exciting. And then as soon as it was done, it started dripping a bit of rain, just a slight spit. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that was all done, that's when they started uh, constructing the, the in the round stage, which was basically a turntable, essentially. So that, I mean, you've probably seen video by now, but um, so they were set up in the standard setup, but instead of them moving around and working all angles, basically the stage was literally a turntable. So it might've done one or two revolutions clockwise and then one or two revolutions counterclockwise. So, so that helped on the second night because I mean, it, it was kind of harder to get a space to, to stand. Um, and they had certain walkways taped off. So it was a bit of a challenge. So the folks that had been previously, the previous cruises, I think might've been a bit frustrated. And I think the band was frustrated. Uh, I don't think they were happy with the sound, but um, I was thrilled because yeah. It was the first time I ever saw live one of these acoustic sets. I mean, of course, I'd seen them on video and I'd seen the, the MTV Unplugged. So it's a, a very sort of rehashing of that. But they, as you, I think you already mentioned, they had Shandy. That, that was a spontaneous one. Um, I forget what else. Watching you, she, whatever. But the, it was a great list. And I was excited for it. Yeah, I was looking at the set list, and you know, obviously, we think we all know Bruce Kulik came on, and he stayed on for the rest. And looking at it, Bruce just pretty much was on the stage with the band for about half the show, which is pretty amazing to see. I like that. Yeah, he came in. I want to say seven, six or seven songs before the end. So he was there. Yeah, he was there for the duration, and and everybody loves Bruce. So. We see him, we're happy that he joins in. And I mean, even Paul was making some jokes about, oh, now now it'll sound better because Bruce is here. So, I mean, it was really good, really good to see him. Yeah, I actually kind of like the rotating stage. I, I could tell that fans couldn't get as close as they had in previous years. But for people who are standing on the upper levels or maybe they're behind the band, uh, if it was a traditional stage, everyone gets a view. And I think that for that reason alone, it's it's terrific. Although it sounds like they're probably not going to do it again because I think, from what I've read, Paul uh, didn't necessarily like the constant spinning of it. Um, but hey, at least you got to experience it because that's uh, pretty unusual for Kiss. Yeah, 
No, I was I, I was happy with it. If it hadn't spun, I would have only been the right side, right arm, maybe. So yeah, and then I was, as soon as I realized, oh, they're actually rotating it because Kiss really just worked the stage the way they know, as if it's a proscenium. They, they did not work it like a in the round. So it was just purely the fact that the, it was a turntable. So I was glad. So I got to see everybody and take my pictures like everybody else. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that was day two. So then was there anything else that happened on day two um, that, you know, really, you know, was terrific or um, was it really just on to day three at that point? Well, as, as you know, each of the band members had two separate activities that they did on the, two, the, the concerts. So that was nice. Um, I think it was day two that I went to the drum off with Eric Singer. So basically the atrium lounge, they had, I don't know how many, how many people were contestants, but you, but prior to the cruise, you had the opportunity to select these various activities and get your name in the hat. And if you won, you'd win an, you win the chance to participate in, in a few of these things. So the drum off, I think was the first one. So basically you had Eric, um, Steve Adler, who was the guns and roses guy and Brent Fitz from Bruce's band and whomever other, whatever other drummers were like a panel. And then they had to do their little thing. And, and that was fun. I mean, I watched it for a little bit and then moved on. But uh, that, that was fun. I don't know if it was day three, but uh, Tommy, Tommy Thayer had a name that solo um, thing. Again, similarly, you had maybe five or six people on the stage. He just yeah. goes into a solo. And there I am. I'm the guy that. I mean, I got into Kiss in 78, so I'm a lifer. So so I thought I would know it all, but it's like, what tune is that? What is, I don't know. I, but it was I really saw, good, and he was really good with the people. And he and I appreciate that he acknowledged that they were Ace Frehley solos. So totally cool. Yeah. I saw a video of that, and I, even I struggled on one of it. I guess it was Come On and Love Me. <laughs> and a lot of people looked like they were struggling with it. And even I was. I was like, I don't know. But once... He said, come on and love me. It was like, oh, yeah, that's the song. I... Yeah. Same here. I had no idea. What, what the hell? I mean, but we, how many times have we listened to come on and love me in our life? Jeez. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So that was, but it was fun. It was fun also because he, he didn't just do the solo bit. Sometimes they would say, hey, play whatever you play. And he would start playing. He played Detroit Rock City. And people would just, you know how they sing along with the, the guitar solo? Yeah. Uh, some, <laughs> that, that, was, that vibe was there. I mean, uh, uh, oh, I forget what song. Something from The Elder. Oh, I forget which one. Anyway, so he starts playing that. And everybody's excited to hear it. So so he was right into that. And he, and he did say, I'm the one that's been fighting for these deep tracks. So, you know, working, working Paul and Gene on the deep tracks. So I really believe him. <laughs> and he did come through. Nice. So did you? Um... I'm, I'm afraid to speak with the delay we have going on. So, uh, you know, I'm letting Michael and Alex take the lead here. If you're wondering why I'm just sitting here drinking my beer, it's because I seem to have the worst lag today, even with gigabit internet. Um, but since you can obviously hear me right now, I'm curious about whether you participated in any of the add-on events um, during the cruise. Obviously, not everything is open to everyone. There are things like the Paul Stanley Cruise Guitar events there are gene simmons bass events and dinner with gene and uh, also gene simmons vaults which is still happening for people who are wondering about that did you uh, get to do any of those yeah. and how did um, it go as far as the i know what you're talking about 
I know you talk. I know you talk. I, I didn't go on the cruise thinking I would do any of those. Uh, as I said, I did the Ace Freely guitar experience, and that's the only guitar experience I've ever done. Because to seeing the prices of the Paul Stanley stuff, the Gene Simmons stuff, it's like, eh, you know, <clears throat> pretty high up there. And the, and the, there was one special custom cruise version of his guitar that was the cheapest. I think that was thirty five hundred bucks, but then it sold out. So um, I did do one thing, and that was. <laughs> It was spontaneous. I, I did the Gene Simmons vault, which I'd never done before, but that's the last day. But I, I did talk to someone the, the, the first night of the cruise. They did the, you know, that whole idea of pitching a bass idea uh, to Gene Simmons. It was like a dinner. And I, I think you already mentioned it. So uh, I guess they paid into it as if it's a sort of a premium bass experience where um, you had dinner with Gene and you basically pitched your idea for a bass. And the guy that I talked to, oh, actually I talked to his friend, he had all these pictures, and he, he said he was just—he just loved it. He, he'd pitched a, a bass that was like a that lit up or glow in the dark or something. Anyway, whatever. It was, it was a neat idea. So that sounded like that was a blast. Uh, I didn't—I did not see Paul Stanley personally outside of the stage. Damn it! <laughs> but uh, Gene Simmons, I signed up for the vault, and that was the last day. And I thought, damn it, I'm going to do it. <clears throat> and basically, we went into a you know a private room, whether it's a restaurant or whatever it was, and maybe. Was there 25 people plus guests? Something like that. Something like that. And so um, we were at small bank tables. So I'd say I was one of five at my table with an empty chair to my left. <clears throat> and so when it all started, whoever the, the handler was sort of motions Gene to sit beside me and the fellow beside me. And so basically he went, sorry, went and picked up some food first. Comes to sit down with a plate of food, just basically starts eating his supper. And hey, guess what? He's just a regular guy. I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought he was the god of thunder, but uh, but it was funny because he he really just talked, you know, normal and funny. As I'm 53, we we talked about old man health stuff. Well, again, he's come off of the the, the kidney uh, stone um, uh, surgery, so I mean, as soon as he's talking about a veggie burger, I'm saying, okay, I'll, you got to change your you've had to change your diet. And he goes, yeah, yeah. So I mean, anyway, talked a little bit about that, and and uh, it, it was really nice. I'm like, Finally, he's got a couple thousand dollars of mine, so I guess hope so. But uh, but he was nice to me and the rest of the crew at my table. And then he basically made the rounds. Maybe it was a five-minute stay with us. Maybe something like that. I mean, again, he's got to work the room. And by the time he worked the room and finished with all the tables, then it's time to sit at the, the main table where we would file by to get our um, Gene Simmons vault uh, book signed. And we were allowed uh, two individual uh, personal items. So... So I brought the, so I brought, I had stuff out, man. Anyway, I brought my comic, you know, the first Marvel comic and the uh, Dynasty tour program because that was the first, yeah, there we go. Yay! So I had Peter sign that at the, at the Peter Chris Experience and Ace, whenever I got Ace. And then anyway, so that was exciting because I was a comic guy back in the, back in the day. And then, as I say, Dynasty was my, my first ever rock concert. So oh, not fantastic. just Kiss, it was first ever. And so as far as personal items, I, as much as I wanted signatures on records, you know, LPs, yeah. those two pieces were kind of the most personal. Yeah. Now, so, so I, I want to really ask cool you about Gene. You, uh, you, were, you were very close yeah, up with Gene. It was a very Gene. positive experience, and I'm glad he Yeah. 
you were very close up with Gene, um, and obviously he has been sick with, you know, a couple of health issues at the tail end of the tour. How did he seem to you? Because from some of the pictures that I saw, he was looking very gaunt, um, you know, not looking, you know, strong. Um, how was he? It's funny. As I said, we, we talk health. And so he very specifically said he's lost 22 pounds since this. And yeah, he he did look a little gaunt, if that's the word. Um, pay, pay, I don't want to say pale, but, you know, like, you know, yeah, he's, he's, had, he's had a rough episode. I said, well, how are you doing? Of course, he says fine, because, you know, you got to keep up appearances and all that. But yeah, he's, he's lost 22 pounds. So um, not, not, in the, not in the nicest of ways, I guess. And he certainly explained how the procedure sort of went, sort of. Not, not something we want to wish on anyone, but uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was, I was, I got to put, because uh, I was supposed to see Kiss in September, um, and then my date was the last one to get to cancel. And, uh, you know, so I'm super glad, though, that, you know, Gene had what needed to be taken care of and stuff. So, um, glad to see he is doing good, even if he lost 22 pounds. Probably not the best way to lose 22 pounds, but. He even, I, I was aware that Gene also had some solo dates in my area, like they're both for this weekend and the following weekend. He was doing some spoken word stuff and for sort of not Toronto markets, but in the area, Niagara, London, Peterborough, somewhere else. And those, uh, one of my friends was, had tickets to that. And I understand that that's been postponed or whatever to 2020. So, mm -hmm. so it's not just the concert. So I obviously made it for the, for the cruise. Cause anyway, lots of, lots of bases to be sold. So uh, anyway, great. And uh, sorry, I was just going to chime in and ask. So what what Kiss performance did you attend? Did you go to night one or night two? And how was the show? I went to night two. I um, yes, the both of the shows are simulcast in the atrium. And so I could have gone and seen night one if I wanted to, but. I was exhausted, so I just saved, I saved myself for the night two. Uh, of course, I saw the set list from night one before I attended night two, so I learned of Larger Than Life, It's My Life, and God Gave Rock and Roll to You in the set as deep cuts. And for me, even though they're sort of class, KISS classics, I was happy to have Strutter back in. The, the non-end of the road uh, shows, uh, songs rather. I mean, I attended the two end of the road shows in Toronto, as I think I've already said. So to have classics that weren't, played there it was nice i'm watching you she i think they played so so that was fun yeah, I, I must say I, that I was impressed by the set list. Um, I hear that another one of the songs that they tried to persuade uh, the band to do was Satan Sinner. Uh, but, you know, Larger Than Life had never been performed by the band before electrically. So that's a great deep cut. And come on, It's My Life has finally been done yeah. live. Um, you know, you went to the right night because obviously there was one additional song. Yeah, it was only Lick It Up, uh, but that was the only difference between the sets. But I thought stuff like Strutter was you know fantastic to be added in i mean that's one that I, i've kind of missed being rotated in and out during this tour because it's such an important early song um how did you like the stardust theater and the sets you know obviously you're seeing them where they can't do pyro exactly so yeah it was, uh, is it my first time seeing them without pyro no pyro at the foundations forum in 93 but uh it was yeah it was a beautiful set and i guess part of the thing they do for you as a, as a guest is you get your your photo on stage which is obviously not during the show, but uh, so we had our time up there. So yes, we got to go up close and personal to the stage, 
Yeah, you, you went on stage, a professional took the photo, which hasn't been uploaded yet, but that's no problem. And of course, and they, on the way out, they gave us a little bag of pics, which was nice. And I know I have all my bag of pics here. And am I going to find them? But, hang on. Not that it's easy to, of course, I'm going to have to hold these things up. So, Gene with the crews on the back. Polly, same back. Catman. <laughs> Spaceman. <laughs> so so that was nice. Bonus. Um, but yeah, so seeing it in the theater for the first time, very intimate. I mean, on the map, when you when I had to select seats, and because I'd never been before, I mean, I was like one of the last people that could select a seat, and there was, all the good seats were gone. No, all seats were good. And I was maybe on slightly Tommy's side, midway, midway back in the theater. Great sideline. Just just perfect. So I didn't I didn't miss the pyro. It was different. It was different having them walk in rather than the whole curtain drop, you know, yeah. hottest band in the land or whatever. But 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 it but it was good because it was because it was special. I don't know. Yeah. And you were at the show where they did the announcement that was made. So yeah. Yes, yeah, so and you, you were the one that was <laughs> Oh, I did. As soon as they, um, oh, the last end of the road show in New York, blah, blah, blah. I messaged you, but then, of course, I screwed up the date when I messaged you. It was July 17th is the right date. I, of course, gave you my daughter's birthday because, you know, that's how I think. So, uh, yeah, so that was cool to learn that. I mean, obviously, they haven't announced a venue, so right. whatever. There's the discussions out there. Who knows? But we'll that'll see. Be, oh, and they also field. said that the cruisers get priority. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so we supposedly get a pre-sale um, opportunity as far as cruisers. So, and whether that's just cruisers from nine or previous or whatever, I mean, I couldn't tell you, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see what I, happens. I, yeah, I can tell you, and it is uh, right now. It is only cruisers who attended Chris Cruise Nine will get the pre-sale code around uh, November the fourteenth is the last date that I've heard. Um, so Kiss Cruise oh, really? 9 people, you're very special. Last year, um, obviously, Kiss Cruisers got first dibs on the end of the road uh, tour. So there, there is kind of a benefit to going on the cruise. Now, does it translate into anything in reality? No, but you sure feel special for a little bit. It's interesting that it's November 14th. Does that mean the tickets are going to go on sale? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure when I see sometimes. the prices of those tickets, I won't very special <laughs> sorry no that's right uh i was just curious i mean if they're going to be giving out the pre-sale code are people just supposed to hold on to this code for like a year <laughs> or like are they gonna actually... <laughs> what you don't think they'd want our money now for a yeah. show in 2021 of course they would <laughs> you know it's it's, yeah, it's funny though because do you want to know the, the presents they gave us <laughs> on the on the, so, so, the ticket so go on dave you sorry andrew um, I, I was just saying, you know, it's on the list. They've got the two California shows as the rescheduled dates. Mm -hmm. um, and the Utah one I was going to go to, it doesn't say rescheduled. I even uh, I messaged the venue and said, hey, so this is the new date. What do I do about the ticket uh, that I have already? And they're like, uh, kind of like, well, we don't know yet. Uh, we're switching from Smith tickets to Ticketmaster. So we'll get back to you, buddy. <laughs> have a good one. Bye. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> So hopefully, yeah. But you said you got some gifts. Mm. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess this is standard fare. I had no, again, I didn't know what, uh, in the land of what I didn't expect, and not in any particular order, they gave us a, a dog tag. I don't know if you can see through the cellophane. Uh, it's too glossy, but anyway, so it's a dog tag. I think that was maybe the last thing they gave us. They gave us this sort of poster that's on cardboard stock, and this this was nice. convenient too because they gave it to us the day that they had an autograph session with everybody but Kiss, uh, and so so yes, and yeah, here here's being stupid. So I get I take this down, and Michael James Jackson was there, so I get him to sign it. Then I get back to my room, uh, and I look through the LPs I brought, and God damn it, I had Creatures of the Night sitting right there. Did I bring it down? No. <laughs> Stupid old membrane. Um, one of the one of the presents was this lovely beach towel, which is the same, obviously the same design that they sort of used for the. Uh, anything else? Oh yeah, the big one. Hang on, I already showed you a picture, Andrew, of this. Yeah. But this is the nice. This is the autographed item. I don't know how well you can see it. It looks like it's squared up. That but is so much better deal. than last year. That is just fantastic. I love it. Yeah. yeah apparently, everybody, apparently everybody was excited about the poker chips. So apparently that's yeah. a big deal. But I, yep. yeah, I, I thought it looks great and it, it, it looks lovely. So I'm very happy with it. Yeah. I think it's a great motif um, because of the um, other bands I saw. I mean, I, I did not go in there. I was just saying, I think it's great with having the poker chips with each of the Kiss Cruise logos on it. No, kinda... it's... Yeah, I mean, the design is, is a pleasing design. It's well... It, the graphics are good. I mean, it just sort of sits nicely in the autographs and everything. Anyway, whatever, yeah. Well, my hands around a bit, but anyway. Um, I was going to say, so as far as the other bands that were on the... Um, the Darkness. I really hadn't gone in being a fan, but I saw them at one of their eleven o'clock shows, and they were amazing. They were they were tight. I liked the riffs and the lead singer. I mean, yeah, I guess the falsetto thing's not for everybody, but he he was a great frontman, and he had this wonderful sense of humor. And being an Englishman with a sense of humor, it just sort of it, it just translated. So it, you know, so that was good. Uh, I did see Warrant. Eh, it was all right, and. I did not go to see Steven Adler, so I missed out on that, but whatever. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, so it was, it was a lot of fun. What about Bruce Kulick? Did you go and see him? Oh, God's sake, sorry. <laughs> I went to both of Bruce's set, for God's sake. Jesus. I'm sorry. I, I forgot the complete highlight of the cruise. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so Bruce, awesome Bruce Kulick and his band. Oh, my God. Even the... Uh, Zach Throne is, I think, is his bass player's name. So you had you had Todd, Kerr, Todd Kearns doing the Paul Stanley stuff, and you had this Zach guy doing the Gene Simmons stuff. And I, I read it somewhere else. He does a better Gene Simmons than Gene Simmons. But I mean, they opened the first whatever their first night was. They opened with Creatures of the Night, and then played Watching You, and then of course the medley. So he he did the Animalized medley, which. It's funny, I've, I've watched all sorts of reviews of these various albums with yourselves and other other podcasters and, you know, play it or skip it and, you know, what songs do you like and that. And I know some people complain about some of these albums and some of the songs, but hearing Burn Bitch Burn Live was kind of fun. <laughs> and he, he then did an Asylum 
uh, uh, medley. And the first night, he, he said, he said, if you want to hear Carnival of Souls, come back to the second show. And he kept going with, uh, oh, first night or second night. One of those nights he played Time Traveler, which was apparently a demo that never made it to, Cre to Crazy Nights. Is that the right record? Asylum? Yeah, it was, it, it was recorded around then. I mean, first night he did Trial by Fire, second night he did Time Traveler. You know, both of those are massive wins. But yeah, Bruce was a highlight, and uh, glad to have seen both sets because they were both different. Uh, what was some smelling? Sweet. How was the Carnival of Souls material? Thank you. Yeah, uh, it was similar to what here again. I've seen videos here, um, very enjoyable. Again, because you're not going to. And even though, no, is that my favorite record? Not really. But did I enjoy his band's performance of that material? Damn right, I did. Same with Asylum. Same with all those all that '80s material was was well presented. And um, and as as everybody likes Bruce. I mean, I don't know. It was wonderful. I think that's been a lot of the reviews I've seen. Um, like you just mentioned, some people might not like the studio stuff, but when you hear the live versions of it, I think everybody kind of goes like, I like it. I like the way they did it this way and stuff. And I think it's been kind of the uh, yeah. general common uh, opinions of a lot of people. And, and and I know your last episode, which I just watched this afternoon, was about uh, Hot in the Shade. And yes, there was a medley of those. And yes, Read My Body was in there. And yes, I know you guys, whatever. It, it was great to see it. It was great to hear it. I mean, My Way was sung, or at least whether it was a full-blown full version or part of a medley. Again, all these oddball deep cuts. It, it was great to hear them. So, yeah, I don't know if you would have liked Read My Body, but... <laughs> So I'm just I'm curious. So I know we talk about uh, the band and stuff, but uh, how was the food? I've never been on a cruise. In fact, me and my wife were going to have our fifth anniversary next year. We've been debating on a cruise. So how was the food? How was eating, drinking, all the party? Be happy, be merry. I was very happy with the food. I I've only been on one other cruise in my life with Holland America to Alaska and so at that one we did the buffet and I think we did a couple of sit down dinners that was like a family type of thing but for this I did not book any of the specialty restaurants I think there's a Japanese and whatever else there was a few different options I just did the buffet and you know what I was not bored I was not oh shit the same stuff every day I mean you had a variety that you could go to the burger and fries for a bit there was some Asian stuff there was some pastas there was uh, whatever else there was so i was very happy um eating at the buffet and the drink package so yeah i bought the premium beverage package which meant i could enjoy my crown and cokes or crown and pepsis whatever so so that kept me going kept me fueled um yeah so uh, yeah i would recommend it for the food as well and that's not having the experience of the sit down uh, dinner at the dining room experiences yeah. now michael Oh yeah, I was just going to ask about something other than the music and the food. What about the uh, the destinations? Did you enjoy those? Did you do any excursions or get to explore uh, when you reached certain ports? Yeah, so there was the two ports. The first one was um, Great Stirrup Cay, 
which is this private island or uh, isle of, of cruise lines. So you basically, you're, you're offshore in the cruise boat. They sort of shuttle you in. And it's exactly what I wanted. I just wanted to lie on a beach. I didn't want an excursion. So, so whatever. So there's the beach. There's these, all these lounge chairs. Just sit yourself down or go in the water. And, and I did that. I bobbed in the water for a bit. And your food plan and your beverage plan, because it was all Norwegian, was good on the island. So that was sweet. So that was just a lovely, a lovely day on the beach, um, which is what I wanted. Um, then the next stop a couple of days later was, uh, was Falmouth, Jamaica. So again, I was just hoping to go lie on a beach. That's all I wanted, sunbum type of thing. Uh, but that port, the, the cruise boat pulls right up to this, I'll call it a gated community because it was a gated tourist area. Mm. Uh, so within the, within the parameter, you had various, um, you know, the usual souvenir schlock stuff that they're trying to sell. And, and a few, I was happy to see a Dairy Queen, which is pretty <laughs> lame, but there was a subway or, or something <laughs> like that. But anyway, there's a few, few food options. Uh, and then they had a few people trying to hustle you into these various tours. Oh, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to go to the beach. But whatever, the tour guy talked to me, went away, and it's like, okay, forget it. I'll just go for a walk. So I, I'd never been to Jamaica before. So I went for a walk and I walked outside the gates. So, apparently, one, anyway, so I had a different experience. <laughs> I approached left, approached left, right and center. And I've, I've never been, call it propositioned for a, a couple of varieties of drugs and ladies by a couple of people, none of which I took advantage of. <laughs> but uh, I eventually allowed myself to be... Uh, one of the one one Jamaican guy or two uh, said, "Hey, want to come see a restaurant, whatever." So he anyway. So we, I'll leave it at that. We went, we had had some food and drinking, and, and whatever. Uh, and he took me around to some churchyard. He's basically like, give me a tour guide thing, and and that was fun. So that was actually meeting with a, a true native, and and you know, you saw. Some of the real call them houses or, or, or properties of these people, and it reminded me of Cuba. I'd been to Cuba once a year ago, and and when you get off the these tourist uh, areas, and actually see the real people and see how they really live and and, and the poverty, um, it really sort of opens your eyes to what you have when you come back home. Yeah. So yeah, I saw a bit of that. Yeah, and I got back safely, thank God, because <laughs> he went down a few left and right. It's like. I don't see the ship now. What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> yeah. But thank God, as soon as we turned a corner, to, oh, there's the ship. You know what? I think I'm kind of good now, so let's settle up and whatever. And anyway, so so that was fun. It was a life experience. So those were the two ports. And yeah, I something out of each, uh, personally. So yeah, good experience. I understand next year is Honduras and somebody else. So they are different destinations for 10. Belize? Yeah, Belize. Belize, Belize that's right. Yes, you got it. Yeah. So. Now, how about how about the people? You know, I've I've only been to a few Kiss shows, and and you know, so I've only really been in a concert setting, and I've done one expo. But you were on a ship with a couple thousand Kiss maniac fans, whatever you want to call them. How, how was that as an experience for you? I'm sure. Yeah. I uh, I mean, I can be social, and I can also be withdrawn. It depends on how I feel. So so at the cruise fest. I, I did all right. As I said, I met up with this Ralph and we were just palling around. And, and, and you know what it was like, even on the cruise, it was like being in, well, for me, small town Ontario, rather than being in the big city, Toronto, where nobody says hi or good morning. You get on an elevator with whoever's in the elevator. Hey, good morning. Good evening. How's it going? Whatever. All that small talk that 
you would have in the country where people are friendly to each other, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I, I did wind up chatting up with some, uh, made some friends, some Brazilian friends. So that was very nice. And those poor, I don't know how to speak uh, Spanish. So these, these fine people were, God bless them, were speaking English for me. And that was very nice. So I hung out with them for the, um, what was it? It's not the, uh, who, who's smarter than a rock God with Gene Simmons. Uh, so yeah. that was fun. And I wound up taking one of them to the Gene Simmons vault with me because, again, it was a plus one. So and, and so she was happy with that. That was nice. So, again, sharing these experiences fun. So, I mean, I don't have a, I don't have an arm's length list of, of friends that I've made. But, I mean, certainly a lot of good acquaintances and, uh, and, and a few a few solid friends, which is really nice. I mean, anytime you can make a, a proper friend, it's you can't take that for granted. So I was very happy for that. Very cool. Do I do I try and talk? Um, you, what would you say are some of the downsides that you experienced on this cruise? The, again, this is your first Kiss cruise, but not your first cruise. Well, you know, what are some of the things that you think could be improved to make it better? Oh, things to improve. <laughs> I like the food a lot. I don't know that they. I think I need to. Do it as far as a, as a patron. Um, I heard all sorts of positive stories about, just like I said, positive things about the folks that ran Cruise Fest for customer service. I heard the same about Six Man, people that had to deal with Six Man Victoria or whatever, and, and their issues were remedied without a problem. Like, say, somebody had a room of of uh, three people and they only got two of these the one night, you know. They 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 talked to them next day or whatever it was. The third one was there, so it was all done. Uh, what do they need to improve? I, 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 again, I'm having only seen the acoustic show live in person once. I don't know whether the in the round is the right thing or not. I mean, I don't know to compare how many people can you know squeeze into that one area when there's no round stage versus the. I don't know. So so maybe that, but. Um, I enjoyed the indoor shows. I enjoyed the the other band shows. Um, I didn't see anything, any 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 issues improve. Cups <laughs> for some stupid reason because they're there. I got a friend in Toronto that wanted a bunch of stuff too. So I mean, yeah, we got a what is that? A spaceman cup and one for him and a demon cup and <laughs> all these. Five bucks for a piece of plastic. How stupid is that? And, oh, and then there's the uh, Peter Chris uh, experience thing that uh, Andy did. Cruise Fest. Everybody's got a bloody cup. But anyway, so it's <laughs> – I brought home a lot of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> now, at the, at the Sail Away show, uh, which obviously wasn't the Sail Away show itself because it was the day after, did they do shots of tequila this year? Oh, they they did shots at the truce sail away meaning the first night uh, as we left shore uh, just prior to the the Q and A so yes they did hand out the, they, whoever they came around with trays of shots whatever was in them and yes they did try to they did do that before the Q and A started so yes the first day you were on I want to put you on the spot and make you choose. What is your one favorite experience from that incredible week that you had in Miami and on the boat? 
right now I'd say Cruise Fest was awesome. Cruise Fest just blew my mind. Um, it was all positive. Not that the cruise was negative. I think it was more me and, you know, whether you had someone to share it with or not or whatever that was. But uh, but really, it all it all shared for me with the Cruise Fest. And as I say, discovering a band I'd never heard of before, I did it. And I mean, I am a fanboy, so I enjoy shaking whoever's hand, getting an autograph here or there. I like that stuff. So, and then of course, I, I really didn't have high expectations of Sebastian Bach for night one, but he was he was great. And Ace came out and played two or three with him. Parasite, Deuce, and something, Shuffle of Rock. Anyway, so so yeah, just because of because of the way it worked out, and because of the fact I had someone to hang out with, that's why I would answer that way. Um, cruise Fest so, was the cruise, excuse me, sorry. So Dr. Fuck is a winner. <laughs> Dr. Fuck is an A1 winner for sure. <laughs> and, and you know what? He's a really nice guy, despite, you know, his appearance on his edgy. No, you know what I mean? He comes off very edgy and whatever, and he's got an attitude, but now nah, he's a, he's a teddy bear. He's <laughs> space thrasher, bear maybe, thrasher or die, right? <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. Yeah, and I got oh, <laughs> I hit him up too. So <laughs> wherever it is in the mix. Oh, there's my Peter Chris solo album, which he signed in uh, in green, random but beautiful. Anyway, picture this random shit. Michael um, and and, yeah. and Andrew, Alex, um, I'm gonna let both of you kind of wrap this up with any last questions that you have. Sure. Uh, I guess the only question I have is so with the the old cruises, you used to get a photo with the band. Uh, a lot of people complained that, you know, in the past, I think, couple of years, they got rid of the photo with the band. Were you aware that you could previously get a photo with Kiss on the cruise? And did that bother you at all going into this cruise? Yeah, a little disappointed in that. But it seems to be par for the course because I'm the guy that never I'm just showing random shit. Um, uh kiss cruise uh, stick i'm the guy that never bought a vip with kiss prior to end of the road mm-hmm. so i mean again i've seen all these videos of these true meet and greet experiences where they actually circulated and sign stuff and then of course oh it's the last time i'm gonna do it and i did i believe julian you did the same captain's lounge for vancouver i think you did i did that for the first day in toronto so i mean fine nice snack foods for 250 bucks nice uh forced online uh, business of 250 bucks and then uh, a photo op. I'm belittling it a little bit, but I still enjoyed it. I mean, I wish, I mean, you figure for 1500 bucks, would you please sign something of mine? But I mean, they did give you an eight by 10 autograph, which again, you would know, because I think you gave those away to somebody else. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Totally and then I saw what they were selling for on eBay, slap myself in the head. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, funny enough, uh, someone posted this is already up on somewhere for fucking 400 I don't know what it was some stupid figure it's like come on people anyway yeah yeah. what else do I have my Matt my Matt Star yeah as as, you, bolt, as so. usual people are already selling Kiss Cruise napkins on eBay I found it was funny that uh, maybe it was at Cruise Fest one of the vendors was selling the like the VIP laminates that we had at the New Jersey Kiss Expo, just because, anyway, whatever. I guess people want that stuff, but anyway. And yes, I'm the idiot that bought 
the bass head drum from, from, from Matt Star, knowing I had to take it on the cruise and then back on the flight. And it actually, if you ever buy one yourself, this will fit in the overhead bin in American Airlines. I don't know what kind of place. <laughs> what a moron. But anyway. Hey, hey, if you'd like it, you get it, man. And... Well, that's it. I mean, we, me and my buddy had drove to, to Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania in the June to see Ace. And he picked up one of those. And it's like, oh, that's a nice piece and whatever. It's like, and, and it was the last day, of cru- last day of Cruise Fest. And I said to Matt, because I bought the sticks first. I said, well, how much for that? Knowing that he was selling them for 250 He said, well, I don't want to carry it back, so I'll give it for 200 So, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and I was really worried that it wouldn't get through, what is it, TSA security. <laughs> but they were fine. They were fine. And it fit on the plane, and so it's here. Anyway, so. So I, I guess a great question to ask is, so Kiss Cruise 10, where we see the return of Dave, or are you going to sit that one home, or are you still debating? I have yet to tally how much I've just spent on <laughs> this whole thing. Ignorance, ignorance is bliss, but I'm, sh- I'm sure I won't be in a position to, to book Cruise 10 after I've looked at those numbers, and I'm going, what the hell did I do? But I would seriously like to do it, yes. Um, my girlfriend thinks I've just did it once, that it's just, hey. I mean, they did announce that Queen's Reich is on it, which I'm not necessarily a fan, but still, I wasn't a fan of the darkness. And they were, So, um, anyway, but... Uh, yeah, I, I think I would go for it. And I, yeah, and would I also go for the, the last show in New York? Damn right I would. We'll see. Have to see, see if, any, if any any mortals can afford the ticket prices for that last show in New York. And, you know, unless you get in on a pre-sale. You know what? I, I It'll be like L.A. for me. I, I may go for it, but I think, you know, if it just looks stupid, I won't bother. I'll be okay with what I've seen of KISS. Um, without getting involved in the feeding yeah. frenzy, which it's bound to be. Yeah. And enjoy what you've had in your personal histories. Don't worry about last shows. Very few were there for the first. So, you know, what's the what's the big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. And anyway, I just probably, hope they film pro- yeah, probably won't be their last anyway. They'll still do, oh, we're showing up at a casino or, you know, a, a Vegas <laughs> residency. We're not touring. Yeah, you know? I mean, I don't know. Is it that stupid wish that, geez, I hope Ace and Peter get up there? I mean, I mean, I sort of washed that away for the end of the road, when, which is why I went to New Jersey to see Ace. Cause, and through this whole experience, having seen really all four of them in one week is maybe the substitute for not seeing those two guys on end of the road for me. But, but yeah, I mean, there's still a hope, but I don't know. Who knows? And like you say, if they're praying through the moon more so than the normal end of the road, I won't be able to justify it. So we'll see. Yeah, and I, I'm not worried about Ace and Peter because I, I think unless they can be respectful to Ace and Peter while also being respectful to Tommy and Eric, it's just no one's going to be happy and it, it just doesn't work in the end. So, you know, I you know I was lucky to see Peter Chris in New York when he performed in 2017. I'm still hoping he does some more of those because that was absolutely incredible that I'd really love more people to be able to participate in that experience. People get to see Ace. You know, uh, many of us were able to see Gene Simmons solo as well. You know, I flew up to Edmonton for that that show. So there are still special experiences to be had without it necessarily being tied into Kiss's end of the road. Any experience can be special. It's what you make of it individually and how you approach it. 
Exactly, and that's why I answered Cruise Fest to your your question earlier. Yeah, it's exactly. It's what you make of it yourself. And I probably didn't make as much of the. Uh, I think I did a few too many retiring to the rooms thing, just sort of, whatever. But but no, no regrets. It was it was a great experience. Well, let's leave that there because, you know, this connection has been an absolute nightmare and challenge to today. So I'm going to apologize on, you know, behalf of Skype for being unable to provide a stable connection to Canada um, because Mark has the same issue, Marcus Almighty. Whenever we do the show, we get a horrendous lag, but it has been a challenge. For anyone listening, we do apologize. I hope you've made it through this, you know, and have been able to get the information which has come out in spurts from David and, you know, obviously. Thank you very much for joining us, Michael and Alex. Thank you very much, you know, for participating. It's, it's been a grind today, but thank you so much for joining us, David. You know, uh, I'd love to have you back on, you know, at, just to participate in the conversation, um, especially if we can get a, a, a better a better connection. But also, before we go, it's important to wish Tommy Thayer a very happy birthday today as someone who's been a part of the band for nigh on 30 years. I mean, 1989, doing demos with Gene Simmons probably earlier as well. Um, you know, the history of Black and Blue touring with Kiss. You know, his own history with that band, Harlow, Shake the Faith, um, did work on Doro, the, the solo album. You know, he's been a, a part of the scene for many years and has done many things, many of which people don't know about. So happy birthday, Tommy. But for now, I'm just going to leave it there and say from David, from Andrew, from, sorry, Alex, uh, from Michael and myself, <laughs> thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.